This is day 150 of our daily Bible reading. We'll be completing Jeremiah chapters 1 through 5. Lord Heavenly Father, you have called us to an almighty calling, to a calling that is so special, Lord. You don't need us, but you have invited us into this work. We are in the business of helping you save souls, save those fellow men in the world that need to hear the gospel and need to be saved. We were once in a state. We were once lost and dark, and you saved us. Lord God, you are so amazing. You are so mighty. You are so wise. And you are so loving. Lord God, we can only be a fraction of what you are, but may we be pursuing that. May we be wanting to be conformed to your image. We know that is the natural process for those that you have saved, but may we desire you deeply. Please bless the reading of your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. The words of Jeremiah, the son of Hilkiah, of the priests who were in Anathoth, in the land of Benjamin, to whom the word of the Lord came in the days of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, in the thirteenth year of his reign. It came also in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, until the end of the eleventh year of Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, until the exile of Jerusalem in the fifth month. Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, and before you were born, I consecrated you. I have appointed you a prophet to the nations. Then I said, Alas, Lord God! Behold, I do not know how to speak, because I am a youth. But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am a youth, because everywhere I send you, you shall go, and all that I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord stretched out his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have appointed you this day over the nations and over the kingdoms, to pluck up and to break down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. The word of the Lord came to me, saying, What do you see, Jeremiah? And I said, I see a rod of an almond tree. Then the Lord said to me, You have seen well, for I am watching over my word to perform it. The word of the Lord came to me a second time, saying, What do you see? And I said, I see a boiling pot facing away from the north. Then the Lord said to me, Out of the north the evil will break forth on all the inhabitants of the land. For behold, I am calling all the families of the kingdoms of the north, declares the Lord. And they will come, and they will set each one his throne at the entrance of the gates of Jerusalem, and against all its walls round about, and against all the cities of Judah. I will pronounce my judgments on them concerning all their wickedness, whereby they have forsaken me 
and have offered sacrifices to other gods, and worshipped the works of their own hands. Now gird up your loins and arise, and speak to them all which I command you. Do not be dismayed before them, for I will dismay you before them. Now behold, I have made you today as a fortified city, and as a pillar of iron, and as walls of bronze against the whole land, to the kings of Judah, to its princes, to its priests, and to the people of the land. They will fight against you, but they will not overcome you, for I am with you to deliver you, declares the Lord. Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Go and proclaim in the ears of Jerusalem, saying, Thus says the Lord, I remember concerning you the devotion of your youth, the love of your betrothals, your following after me in the wilderness, through a land not sown. Israel was holy to the Lord, the first of his harvest. All who ate of it became guilty. Evil came upon them, declares the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord, O house of Jacob, and all the families of the house of Israel. Thus says the Lord, What injustice did your fathers find in me, that they went far from me, and walked after emptiness and became empty? They did not say, Where is the Lord, who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, who led us through the wilderness, through a land of deserts and of pits? through a land of drought and of deep darkness, through a land that no one crossed and where no man dwelt? I brought you into the fruitful land to eat its fruit and its good things. But you came and defiled my land, and my inheritance you made an abomination. The priests did not say, Where is the Lord? And those who handled the law did not know me. The rulers also transgressed against me, and the prophets prophesied by Baal, and walked after things that did not profit. Therefore I will yet contend with you, declares the Lord, and with your sons' sons I will contend. For cross to the coastlands of Kittim and see, and send to Kedar and observe closely, and see if there has been such a thing as this. Has a nation changed gods when they were not gods? But my people have changed their glory for that which does not profit. Be appalled, O heavens, at this, and shudder, be very desolate, declares the Lord. For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, to hew for themselves cisterns, broken cisterns, that they could hold no water. Is Israel a slave? Or is he a home-born servant? Why has he become a prey? The young lions have roared at him, they have roared loudly, and they have made his land a waste. His cities have been destroyed without inhabitant. Also, the men of Memphis and Tophanes have shaved the crown of your head. Have you not done this to yourself, by your forsaking the Lord your God, which he led you in the way? But now, what are you doing on the road to Egypt, to drink the waters of the Nile? 
Or what are you doing on the road to Assyria to drink the waters of the Euphrates? Your own wickedness will correct you, and your apostasies will reprove you. Know therefore, and see that it is evil and bitter for you to forsake the Lord your God. And the dread of me is not in you, declares the Lord God of hosts. For long ago I broke your yoke and tore off your bonds, but you said, I will not serve. For on every high hill and under every green tree you have lain down as a harlot. Yet I planted you a choice vine, a completely faithful seed. How then have you turned yourself before me into the degenerate shoots of a foreign vine? Although you wash yourself with lye and use much soap, the stain of your iniquity is before me, declares the Lord God. How can you say, I am not defiled? I have not gone after the bales. Look at your way in the valley. Know what you have done. You are a swift young camel entangling her ways, a wild donkey accustomed to the wilderness that sniffs the wind in her passion. In the time of her heat, who can turn her away? All who seek her will not become weary. In her month, they will find her. Keep your feet from being unshod and your throat from thirst. But you said, it is hopeless. No, for I have loved strangers, and after them I will walk. As the thief is ashamed when he is discovered, so the house of Israel is shamed. They, their kings, their princes, and their priests, and their prophets, who say to a tree, You are my father, and to a stone you gave me birth. For they have turned their back to me, and not their face. But in the time of their trouble, they will say, Arise and save us. But where are your gods, which you made for yourself? Let them arise, if they can save you, in the time of your trouble. For according to the number of your cities are your gods, O Judah. Why do you contend with me? You have all transgressed against me, declares the Lord. In vain I have struck your sons. They accepted no chastening. Your sword has devoured your prophets like a destroying lion. O generation, heed the word of the Lord. Have I been a wilderness to Israel, or a land of thick darkness? Why do my people say, We are free to roam? We will no longer come to you. Can a virgin forget her ornaments, or a bride her attire? Yet my people have forgotten me days without number. How well you prepare your way to seek love! Therefore even the wicked women you have taught your ways. Also on your skirts is found the lifeblood of the innocent poor. You do not find them breaking in. But in spite of all these things, yet you said, I am innocent. Surely his anger is turned away from me. Behold, I will enter into judgment with you, because you say I have not sinned. Why do you go around so much, changing your way? Also, you will be put to shame by Egypt, as you were put to shame by Assyria.
From this place also you will go out with your hands on your head, for the Lord has rejected those in whom you trust, and you will not prosper with them. God says, If a husband divorces his wife, and she goes from him and belongs to another man, will he still return to her? Will not that land be completely polluted? But you are a harlot with many lovers, yet you turn to me, declares the Lord. Lift up your eyes to the bare heights and see, where have you not been violated? By the roads you have sat for them like an Arab in the desert, and you have polluted a land with your harlotry and with your wickedness. Therefore the showers have been withheld, and there has been no spring rain. Yet you had a harlot's forehead. You refused to be ashamed. Have you not just now called to me? My father, you are the friend of my youth. Will he be angry forever? Will he be indignant to the end? Behold, you have spoken and have done evil things, and you have had your way. Then the Lord said to me in the days of Josiah the king, Have you seen what faithless Israel did? She went up on every high hill and under every green tree, and she was a harlot there. I thought, After she has done all these things, she will return to me. But she did not return, and her treacherous sister Judah saw it. And I saw that for all the adulteries of faithless Israel, I had sent her away and given her a writ of divorce. Yet her treacherous sister Judah did not fear, and she went and was a harlot also. Because of the lightness of her harlotry, she polluted the land and committed adultery with stones and trees. Yet in spite of all this, her treacherous sister Judah did not return to me with all her heart, but rather in deception declares the Lord. And the Lord said to me, Faithless Israel has proved herself more righteous than treacherous Judah. Go and proclaim these words toward the north, and say, Return, faithless Israel, declares the Lord. I will not look upon you in anger, for I am gracious, declares the Lord. I will not be angry forever. Only acknowledge your iniquity, that you have transgressed against the Lord your God, and have scattered your favors to the strangers under every green tree, and you have not obeyed my voice, declares the Lord. Return, O faithless sons, declares the Lord, for I am a master to you, and I will take you one from a city and two from a family, and I will bring you to Zion. Then I will give you shepherds after my own heart, who will feed you on knowledge and understanding. It shall be in those days when you are multiplied and increased in the land, declares the Lord. They will no longer say, The Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. And it will not come to mind, nor will they remember it, nor will they miss it, nor will it be made again. At that time they will call Jerusalem the throne of the Lord, and all the nations will be gathered to it, to Jerusalem, for the name of the Lord, 
nor will they walk any more after the stubbornness of their evil heart. In those days, the house of Judah will walk with the house of Israel, and they will come together from the land of the north to the land that I gave your fathers as an inheritance. Then I said, How I would set you among my sons and give you a pleasant land, the most beautiful inheritance of the nations. And I said, You shall call me my father and not turn away from following me. Surely, as a woman treacherously departs from her lover, so you have dealt treacherously with me, O house of Israel, declares the Lord. A voice is heard on the bare heights, the weeping and the supplications of the sons of Israel. Because they have perverted their way, they have forgotten the Lord their God. Return, O faithless sons, I will heal your faithlessness. Behold, we come to you, for you are the Lord our God. Surely the hills are a deception, a tumult on the mountains. Surely in the Lord our God is the salvation of Israel. But the shameful thing has consumed the labor of our fathers since our youth, their flocks and their herds, their sons and their daughters. Let us lie down in our shame, and let our humiliation cover us. For we have sinned against the Lord our God, we and our fathers, from our youth even to this day. And we have not obeyed the voice of the Lord our God. If you will return, O Israel, declares the Lord, then you should return to me. And if you will put away your detested things from my presence, and will not waver, and you will swear as the Lord lives, in truth, in justice, and in righteousness, then the nations will bless themselves in him, and in him they will glory. For thus says the Lord to the men of Judah and to Jerusalem, Break up your fallow ground, and do not sow among thorns. Circumcise yourselves to the Lord, and remove the foreskins of your heart. Men of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, or else my wrath will go forth like fire and burn with none to quench it because of the evil of your deeds. Declare in Judah and proclaim in Jerusalem and say, Blow the trumpet in the land. Cry aloud and say, Assemble yourselves and let us go into the fortified cities. Lift up a standard toward Zion. Seek refuge. Do not stand still, for I am bringing evil from the north and great destruction. A lion has gone up from his thicket, and a destroyer of nations has set out. He has gone out from his place to make your land a waste. Your cities will be ruins without inhabitant. For this, put on sackcloth. Lament and wail, for the fierce anger of the Lord has not turned back from us. It shall come about in that day, declares the Lord, that the heart of the king and the heart of the princes will fail, and the priests will be appalled, and the prophets will be astounded. Then I said, Ah, Lord God, 
Surely you have utterly deceived this people and Jerusalem, saying, You will have peace, whereas a sword touches the throat. In that time it will be said to this people and to Jerusalem, A scorching wind from the bare heights in the wilderness in the direction of the daughter of my people, not to winnow and not to cleanse, a wind too strong for this, will come at my command. Now I will also pronounce judgments against them. Behold, he goes up like clouds, and his chariots like the whirlwind. His horses are swifter than eagles. Woe to us, for we are ruined. Wash your heart from evil, O Jerusalem, that you may be saved. How long will your wicked thoughts lodge within you? For a voice declares from Dan, and proclaims wickedness from Mount Ephraim. Report it to the nations, now! Proclaim over Jerusalem. Besiegers come from a far country and lift their voices against the cities of Judah. Like watchmen of a field, they are against her round about, because she has rebelled against me, declares the Lord. Your ways and your deeds have brought these things to you. This is your evil. How bitter! How it has touched your heart! My soul, my soul, I am in anguish. Oh, my heart! My heart is pounding in me. I cannot be silent, because you have heard, O my soul, the sound of the trumpet, the alarm of war. Disaster on disaster is proclaimed, for the whole land is devastated. Suddenly my tents are devastated, my curtains in an instant. How long must I see the standard and hear the sound of the trumpet? For my people are foolish. They know me not. They are stupid children and have no understanding. They are shrewd to do evil, but to do good they do not know. I looked on the earth, and behold, it was formless and void, and to the heavens, and they had no light. I looked on the mountains, and behold, they were quaking, and all the hills moved to and fro. I looked, and behold, there was no man, and all the birds of the heavens had fled. I looked, and behold, the fruitful land was a wilderness, and all its cities were pulled down before the Lord, before his fierce anger. For thus says the Lord, The whole land shall be a desolation, yet I will not execute a complete destruction. For this the Lord shall mourn, and the heavens above be dark, because I have spoken, I have purposed, and I will not change my mind, nor will I turn from it. At the sound of the horsemen and bowmen, every city flees. They will go into the thickets and climb among the rocks. Every city is forsaken, and no man dwells in them. And you, O desolate one, what will you do? Although you dress in scarlet, although you decorate yourself with the ornaments of gold, although you enlarge your eyes with paint, in vain you make yourself beautiful. Your lovers despise you. They seek your life. 
for I heard a cry as of a woman in labor, the anguish as of one giving birth to her first child, the cry of the daughter of Zion gasping for breath, stretching out her hands, saying, Ah, woe is me, for I faint before murderers. Roam to and fro through the streets of Jerusalem, and look now and take note, and seek in her open squares if you can find a man, if there is one who does justice, who seeks truth. Then I will pardon her. And although they say, as the Lord lives, surely they swear falsely. O Lord, do not your eyes look for truth? You have smitten them, but they did not weaken. You have consumed them, but they have refused to take correction. They have made their faces harder than rock. They have refused to repent. Then I said, They are only the poor. They are foolish, for they do not know the way of the Lord or the ordinance of their God. I will go to the great and will speak to them, for they know the way of the Lord and the ordinance of their God. But they too, with one accord, have broken the yoke and burst the bonds. Therefore a lion from the forest will slay them, a wolf of the deserts will destroy them, a leopard is watching their cities. Everyone who goes out of them will be torn to pieces. Because their transgressions are many, their apostasies are numerous. Why should I pardon you? Your sons have forsaken me, and sworn by those who are not gods. When I had fed them to the full, they committed adultery, and trooped to the harlot's house. They were well-fed, lusty horses, each one neighing after his neighbor's wife. Shall I not punish these people, declares the Lord? And on a nation such as this, shall I not avenge myself? Go up through her vine rows and destroy, but do not execute a complete destruction. Strip away her branches, for they are not the Lord's. For the house of Israel and the house of Judah have dealt very treacherously with me, declares the Lord. They have lied about the Lord and said, Not he. Misfortune will not come on us, and we will not see sword or famine. The prophets are as wind, and the word is not in them. Thus it will be done to them. Therefore, thus says the Lord, the God of hosts, Because you have spoken this word, behold, I am making my words in your mouth fire, and this people wood, and it will consume them. Behold, I am bringing a nation against you from afar, O house of Israel, declares the Lord. It is an enduring nation. It is an ancient nation, a nation whose language you do not know, nor can you understand what they say. Their quiver is like an open grave. All of them are mighty men. They will devour your harvest and your food. They will devour your sons and your daughters. They will devour your flocks and your herds. They will devour your vines and your fig trees. They will demolish with the sword your fortified cities in which you trust. Yet even in those days, 
declares the Lord, I will not make you a complete destruction. It shall come about when they say, Why has the Lord our God done all these things to us? Then you shall say to them, As you have forsaken me and served foreign gods in your land, so you will serve strangers in a land that is not yours. Declare this in the house of Jacob, and proclaim it to Judah, saying, Now hear this, O foolish and senseless people, who have eyes but do not see, who have ears but do not hear. Do you not fear me, declares the Lord? Do you not tremble in my presence? For I have placed the sand as a boundary for the sea, an eternal decree, so it cannot cross over it. Though the waves toss, yet they cannot prevail. Though they roar, yet they cannot cross over it. But this people has a stubborn and rebellious heart. They have turned aside and departed. They do not say in their heart, Let us now fear the Lord our God, who gives rain in his season, both the autumn rain and the spring rain, who keeps for us the appointed weeks of the harvest. Your iniquities have turned these away, and your sins have withheld good from you. For wicked men are found among my people. They watch like fowlers, lying in wait. They set a trap. They catch men. Like a cage full of birds, so their houses are full of deceit. Therefore they have become great and rich. They are fat. They are sleek. They also excel in deeds of wickedness. They do not plead the cause, the cause of the orphan, that they may prosper. And they do not defend the rights of the poor. Shall I not punish these people, declares the Lord? On a nation such as this, shall I not avenge myself? An appalling and horrible thing has happened in the land. The prophets prophesy falsely, and the priests rule on their own authority and my people love it so. But what will you do at the end of it? Okay, so this was a pretty long reading, but let me be very brief on some descriptions here as to what's going on. So this shouldn't be surprising what's going on because we have read this in plenty over the book of Isaiah and this shouldn't surprise us since we read the Kings and the Chronicles as to the fact that both the nation of Israel and the nation of Judah had several unrighteous kings. And they are an extension of the heart of the people. The heart of the people were not for God either, as we've seen throughout the entire history of Israel. So this shouldn't surprise us that we are here in this situation today. But let me point out a couple of things to keep it brief. So first off, in chapter 1, we see the commissioning of Jeremiah to active ministry. This is where we see it in verses 5 through 7. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I've appointed you a prophet to the nations. This scripture reinforces the fact that God predestines people for certain things. He has, before he even created the world, has known who you are, has chosen you for his purpose, 
and is going to make it so in his timing. That's a wonderful privilege and honor to know that the Lord of heaven has given us a special assignment since eternity past. That's mind-blowing if we really stopped and thought about that. Verse 6, Then I said, Alas, Lord God, because, behold, I do not know how to speak, because I am a youth. First thing that comes out of Jeremiah's mouth is, I'm so young, and I don't know what to do. Lord, I can't serve you well, making excuses as to why he can't serve. And then in verse 7, he's like, Don't say to me you're a youth, because everywhere I send you, you shall go, and all that I command you, you shall speak. He's like, I don't want to hear your excuses, Jeremiah. You need to understand that it is me that is going to make this happen. You just need to go. You just need to obey. And that calling is the same for us too. The Great Commission. Go and make disciples of all nations. Proclaim the gospel. He didn't tell us to go to seminary first. He didn't tell us to study the Bible for 10 years before you start opening your mouth. He just wants you to go. And he will give you the words. And he does the same thing here with Jeremiah in verse 9. Then the Lord stretched out his hand and touched my mouth and said, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. And he gives him power as well. You see in verse 10, such power. I have appointed you this day over the nations and over the kingdoms to pluck up and to break down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. That is some power. He gave Jeremiah the power to govern nations. In the same way, he does the same for us as well, because we, we are appointed over every nation. We are appointed to call the gospel out to a fallen world. They're usually not going to like what you have to say, but we still have to say it. And he promises that he is going to make him immovable. Go down to verse 17. He says, Now gird up your loins and arise, and speak to them all which I command you. Do not be dismayed before them, or I will dismay you before them. Ooh, be careful. Now behold, I have made you today as a fortified city, and as a pillar of iron, and as walls of bronze against the whole land. So he's saying that I am going to make you unstoppable. You simply have to obey. I will give you the courage. I will give you the words, I will give you the strength, and I will give you the emotional support to get through these things. You just need to obey. It's that simple. So then we begin chapter 2 with very descriptive language about everything that the nation of Israel is doing against God. And again, this shouldn't be surprising, because this is during the time when the exile is about to happen. So this is just prophesying what is going to happen in the near future. And in fact, Jeremiah is going to be in the middle of it. He's going to have an eyewitness account of the destruction of Jerusalem. So we're not there yet, but we will soon. But ultimately, God is deeply offended. He is deeply angered because God has done everything for this people and they have utterly rejected him time and time and time again. And he calls his nation of Judah a harlot. 
just like her sister Israel. Israel was a worse harlot and has now been wiped out by Assyria. Judah had the chance to see what was going on and make some changes. And through Josiah, they did. But after that, there was no one else who did anything righteous. And so you see the language here that Judah followed in the footsteps of Israel, watching her sister play the harlot, get wiped out, and then continuing to play the harlot themselves. And he's like, I, I showed you that there was what they were doing was wrong, and you still did it. And what does he want from these people? He wants them to repent. If you go to chapter 3, look in verse 13. Only acknowledge your iniquity. Though you have transgressed against the Lord your God, and have scattered your favors to the strangers under every green tree, and you have not obeyed my voice, return, for I am a master to you, and I will take you one from a city and two from a family, and I will bring you to Zion. He does not want to be angry with his people. He wants to forgive them, but he requires repentance. But we're so stubborn, aren't we? We're so stubborn. Chapter 4 is continuing God's judgment on the nation of Judah. Now, again, I mentioned this is during the time of Josiah. Now, Josiah did a lot of good things, but when you read this, it kind of looks like that everything that Josiah did was superficial. Not necessarily in him, because his heart was right. But everything that he was enforcing on the land that he governed it didn't seem the people took it to heart. They may have done it because the king told them to, but their heart was not in it. And you can kind of see that language as you go through chapter 4. This is what he wants as well. Verse 4, Circumcise yourselves to the Lord and remove the foreskins of your heart. It's like David said, Humble and contrite heart, Lord, you will not despise. That's what God wants. Chapter 5 continues the same vein of judgment and reasons why God is doing what he's doing. Even though he doesn't really need reasons, he still is explaining why he's doing what he's doing. And in verse 22, you see a beautiful picture here as to what God wants. He wants us to fear him. Do you not fear me, declares the Lord? Do you not tremble at my presence? Or, and then he explains how powerful he is. For example, I have placed the sand as a barrier for the sea, an eternal decree. It cannot cross over it. So he just shows that he holds all authority over nature and over this universe. And yet still you do not obey me. You do not fear me for who I am. So this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. I am the Lord. I want to punish these people because they have forsaken me and they have hurt me. Shall I not avenge myself, as he says? In my justice, shall I not make things right? So we still have plenty more of Jeremiah's prophecies here about the destruction of Jerusalem because it will actually happen in his lifetime. This is not something that is far off. 
but we'll get to that in the next few days. That's all I have for today. Thank you for listening. I'm Ryan, and we'll see you next time. Take care, and God bless you.